Original 16 gives you the chance to win one of three Calgary Flames fan experiences. Details in the new limited edition 15 packs of Canadian Pale Ale Original 16. Official beer sponsor of the Calgary Flames. Must be legal drinking age, no purchase necessary. Inside Flames post game live. It's brought to you by Original 16. Brendan Parker alongside Corey Sarich, and uh, we are underway live here uh, from the Scotiabank Saddledome as the Calgary Flames have uh, what do we call a one off home game as uh, they prepare for a three game road trip out east, uh, but needed a big one here tonight. They come back home, uh, obviously, fresh off that win to snap the six game losing streak, and a lot of the conversation this morning was about building on it and uh, build on it they did. What did you see tonight? How did they find a way to get this one done here? Yeah, it was. Uh Maybe not as pretty as they wanted in the first period tonight, but they stuck with it. Uh, a couple of goals were allowed in that first period by the Calgary Flames, but it was nice to see that they did not hit the panic button tonight. They just kept, you know, pushing along with their game. They did a good job of managing pucks as that game went along. They maybe struggled a little bit with that early on in the game. And then to see the offense get some results is, you know, always an added bonus. It started to click a little bit there in Seattle. We could see the wheels turning and, like, Blake Coleman mentioned it, things were starting to come along in Dallas. Mm -hmm. So nice to get three pretty solid efforts in a row and get points out of the last two. Yeah, no question. And, um, you know, it's kind of an interesting one as you go back to that first period and the shots and chances were pretty heavily staggered in favor of the Flames. And yet you find a way down to nothing. I mean, you know, given the position, you know, you would worry about a spot like that. But the Flames kind of seemed pretty level about it and then really sort of built their game throughout the rest of it. Is that sort of how you saw it? Yeah, definitely. And again, with the lack of panic and especially from some of these young kids that have been mm -hmm. inserted into the lineup, I thought they did a great job of just going out there and playing their game and trying to contribute. Uh, you had guys that have been working through stuff like Nazem Kadri, who was, you know, in all the scoring areas tonight, you're just yeah. we're kind of waiting for things to break for him. Um, so it was just a good overall effort by everybody. And I think actually Nashville fell a little bit into that trap of leaning on their goaltender, trying to go into a defensive shell where good on the Calgary Flames. They kept pushing. They kept looking for offense. Yeah. And you have to be proactive in this league. We've seen it too many times before where teams get very defensive and they go into a little bit of a shell. And good on the Calgary Flames for, you know, staying on the right side of that that uh, I guess little balance beam tonight sure so good yeah. job for them well let's uh, let's take a look at how it all went down tonight and uh, we'll go back to that first period and see uh, exactly how they ended up finding themselves down two nothing in the first period and you're not going to see the chances that they had and a number of the shots and quality ones that they did but instead we'll show you how they ended up uh, trailing and this was kind of a tic-tac-toe passing play here Michael McCarron in front and he ends up getting the last touch yeah just a little bit of space for him and it was a nice shot at, at looking for this redirection um, couple of flames not not caught out of position but just didn't react quite quick enough to that play and you know that's a heck of a goal by McCarron for his first yeah nice touch in front there for McCarron and then uh, this was the 2 on 0 and it followed the bouncing puck in a lot of ways gets through everybody and actually goes under McKenzie Weger's stick twice before being finished off there in close by Kiefer Sherwood. And this one actually I'm not I can't rewind it the whole way but uh, Anderson and Weger both had opportunities to shoot at the other end of the ice they didn't the puck ended up you know, not cooperating for them coming back this way. It was a bit of a frustrating shift, I'm sure, for those two because they are, you know, one of the top pairs for the Calgary Flames. And the Nashville Predators capitalized, and they were off and running here at 2 nothing. 
But then uh, the bounce back, and it starts here. Nikita Zadorov using his legs, and uh, Dylan Dubé finding a nice little quiet area to deposit his second. And uh, it was we saw a little bit of this tonight from Nikita Zadorov leading the rush, knowing when to go, doing a good good job on entries, and Dubé pulls the trigger on that one. You can see him right at the end of this, saying that was all you uh, to Nikita, and it was uh, it was him doing a nice job hauling that puck around tonight. Yeah, heck of a dash and had a couple of them uh, throughout the course of this game, uh, did number 16. And then in the third period, they tie it up, courtesy Noah Hannafin walking in and finding a little seam past UC Saros. Yeah, a little breakdown here in coverage by the Predators not doing a good job of keeping tabs on people. And Noah Hannafin finds that quiet little spot and a really nice feed by Sharon Govich. And he had a couple of beauties tonight. He had a backhand sauce earlier to Kadri. Uh, this one right on the tape of Hannafin. And uh, he looked really comfortable tonight. Yeah, and uh, this line, I mean, we'll talk about them a little bit. I know this isn't uh, in, in totality, but there's Kadri sending in Blake Coleman. And then how about that finish from Blake Coleman for the game-winning goal? Uh, in tight on the short side of Saros. Well, we've done a little bit of complaining about not shooting the puck at the right times, and that was definitely it. He wasn't getting cute. Uh, Saros cheated a little bit, gave him a little bit of daylight out there, and he makes no mistake. That's one heck of a shot. Said he was thinking pass the whole way, but uh, then looked up and uh, liked what he saw and finished that off nicely. And then this is how it finishes off that line. Nazem Kadri, Connor Zeri, and uh, Yegor Sharangovich uh, put it away, and uh, deservedly so. They were fantastic all night long. So couple of points for Kadri, couple of points for Sharon Govich, and then a nice little three-game point streak for Connor Zeri as well. But uh, they really did play a factor in this hockey game here tonight, didn't they? Yeah, they, they from start to finish, were probably the Flames' best line out there. Uh, you know, Pospisil was buzzing early. There was a few different line combinations. I know that Lindholm had a really good third period. Took him a little while to get going. So there was, there was a mixture, but that was by far the most consistent uh, throughout this whole game. All right, let's go inside the uh, locker room and hear from our uh, first post-game uh, locker room attendant at Calgary Flame. Uh, it is Dylan Dubé now standing by. He had one of those goals and uh, one that helped spur the comeback on. You guys are down 2 nothing. I don't know if it was just sticking with the systems or if it was something that changed or adjusted. What was it? I don't think we got down on ourselves. I think that, uh, you know, even that first period, we had some good momentum. Um, you know, gave them a couple couple chances, but um, you know, I think we stuck to it. I think we played hard in the second, created a lot. Uh, guys were on top of the puck playing hard. Well, I thought there was a neat moment when you made a point to point at Nikita, who was kind of jumping in throughout the night, and you sort of said that one was all you. I mean, maybe take us through that, because it looked like he was pretty active tonight. Yeah, he made a good rush and a really good play. Um, you know, he looked good. He played hard, had some big hits. Uh, yeah, I thought he was awesome tonight. He was skating really well. Dylan, what was said in that intermission that, that maybe kick-started this group in the third period? Um, you know what? I think uh, I think it was just keep keep building, keep grinding. I think that last uh, 10 minutes of the second was basically a turning point for us in the game. Um, we got one there uh, to get ourselves back into it, and I think we just kind of felt that momentum. When, when you guys have the kind of shot differential you had after 20 minutes, like obviously you guys generated a lot. When you have a score you did, how do you avoid getting demoralized? And how do you how do you motivate yourself to stick with the way, the way you did the rest of the game? Yeah, I think uh, you know when you get chances. I don't think it can you know affect you the way you play. I think you got to build off that. I think if you're getting chances, it means you're you're dominating the game. You're playing well. So um, Saros, top guy in the league, we knew that coming into the the game tonight, and um, you know we we kept on it and finally finally broke him down and and got a couple big ones there. But I think conf or, Chances build confidence right now, and that's what we needed. 
How big can this type of win third period at home? How big can this type of win sort of build your confidence and get momentum for you? Yeah, we needed it. You know what, I think that uh, played three good games in a row going back to that Dallas game. I think that was a momentum shift. And, um, you know, for us to come in positive, play good in Seattle and, and build from there, it's good. We got a big road trip coming up. We got a couple days in between, but um, we really, really needed this win at home to get, uh, you know, that kickstart for the road. What do you say to a teammate like Jonathan Huber, who obviously is a big part of this team, but didn't play in the third period? And I'm very disappointed in that. Pardon? What do you say to a teammate? Yeah, you know, Hubie's the man. He's good. He's the most positive guy I've been around. Um, he's a hell of a player. He's a hell of a person. And it's fine. It's one period out of his life, out of his career. It's not a big deal. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone's too worried about it. I don't think we should be. Um, you know, he uh, works his ass off every day. So. You know, I'll give him credit. He'll be here tomorrow with a smile on his face. Thanks. Uh, as we talked about just going into that pack, uh, that was a pretty crucial goal for this uh, club. Late second period, Dylan Dubé kind of gets that comeback started, his second of the year, and uh, helps spawn that comeback uh, to what we saw in the third period. And, uh, you know, he mentioned knowing coming in, UC Saros is one of the top guys in the league, and he certainly showed that tonight with 35 saves. But uh, you also give a little credit to the Nashville defense that uh, we're able to kind of, you know, push everyone away for at least the first uh, 35 minutes or so of this game. Yeah, I thought for the first half of that game, maybe in the first first part of the second period, the Flames were generating opportunities, getting to certain spots of the ice where you'd think you would get grade A chances and where you'd get a lot more shots on net, where there'd be little tic-tac-toe plays. But even though there was one little breakdown in the uh, Predators defense, there was always someone filling behind. And they are a st pretty stingy team when it comes to that. And eventually, just the perseverance of the Calgary Flames, they started getting those shots through. They started getting the little passes and plays around the net, just to the fact that they kept the pressure on. So good on them battling through that layer, that first layer of defense of the Nashville Predators. Yeah, they certainly did. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, the Flames had to kind of stick with it, chip away at it. And I think that's one of the things that you know, Dylan just talked about and uh, and really, you know, mentioned even in the second intermission to me just about, you know, trying to make sure that you stick with that and, and find second and third opportunities. And I think eventually that's event, you know, what breaks down and, and you finally find a, find a way to get past UC Saros. And 35 saves is uh, is obviously impressive, but uh, more so for the Calgary Flames to stick with it tonight. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be excited to put a little blemish in one of his stat columns. Yeah, you know, there eight, you go. Eight one and one coming in, and it'll be nice to throw a number two up there. For, yeah. So the next time they see him. Uh, doesn't look the same. Yeah, absolutely. Eight, two, and one now in uh, 12 appearances against the Calgary Flames. Let's go back inside the locker room. Let's hear from uh, the guy who had the game-winning goal here tonight. That's Blake Coleman. When uh, the group is down 2 nothing, but sort of feeling like they're playing the game, what was either said, done, adjusted? What was that moment like, really? So they knew you were still playing the way you wanted? There wasn't much that needed to be said. I think it was pretty obvious that we were um, a better team for most of the game. And... Um, you know, we've had a lot of things not go our way this year, and uh, nobody nobody got down. Everyone just kept grinding away, and uh, you know, I thought we definitely deserved to win that game. It took us a while to to get the lead, but once we did, uh, I thought it was a great third period. Is that one of the more complete games this group's played this year? It looked like it might have been. It's good. Hey, everyone was skating. Um, hard to play against. We didn't give them much in the third. Um, that's the way we need to play if we're going to continue to win games and. Um, it wasn't one guy, it was it was a collective effort and that's what our team's gotta be. With your with your goal, it looked like that was a set breakout or, or something that had been pretty fun. Just can you walk us through that? Nothing set, just uh, we've preached speed through the middle and, and being strong on walls and um, 
you know, it's pretty much all it was. It was a great play by by Cods in the neutral zone, and um, you know, Zar kept his speed going going back door to give me an option, and um, you know, I thought we had a handful of those throughout the game that we didn't quite uh, get rewarded on, and, and that one we did. What's a win like this do for a group that's getting ready to head back out east for a few? Well, it's important. You know, it's two in a row. It's uh, you can see the confidence growing in guys and in the group and the way we're playing. And um, you know, I've said it while we were down. I've said it now. Confidence is a is a big thing in this league, and it makes a big difference. And um, you know, when you start to get that collective confidence, that's when teams get dangerous. I, I asked Dylan just about Hubert on our playing, and what you say as a teammate, and his sort of message was that guy's positive. He's going to be here working tomorrow. There's no doubt about that. Uh, just what do you say to that? When you know, he's a big name, didn't play in the third. I mean, I don't know if the camera caught him, but um, we score the go-ahead goal. We we get those blocks down the stretch. He's celebrating. He's excited for the team, uh, team guy through and through. So, um, you know, it's our job to lift each other up in times when it's not going well, and we're going to do that for him. And, and we know that he's going to be lifting us up uh, as the year goes on here. Thanks, all right, there's some thoughts from uh, Blake Coleman and uh, rounds it out pretty well. Obviously, he said it was pretty clear right from uh, at least, you know, even when you look back on that first period trailing 2 nothing, they still felt like they were the better team and then showed at the final two periods. Um, you know, we mentioned it off the top, but that line of uh, Nazem Kadri here tonight, uh, Connor Zeri and uh, Igor Sharangovich, uh, I think they end up coming up with five points, but uh, Kadri leads all shooters with eight shots and just kind of seemed to be all around it here tonight, didn't they? Yeah, again, we mentioned right from the get-go, this line was ready to go. Um, they just, they went about their business the right way. And they, I thought they managed the puck as, as, as good as any line out there. And um, Zari, especially tonight, he took pucks in that third period into space, away from traffic. He handled puck in traffic, but kept kicking to the outside. So pretty good maturity for a young guy. But we'll take a little, few looks at the highlights here. Kadri, he directed all these pucks towards the net. And Saros had to make some really big saves on him early to keep him off the scoreboard. Yeah, and then Sharangovich, it was kind of, it, it shifted throughout the game almost at who had the better looks throughout it. And then Sharangovich had one uh, really uh, right, I think this is the one where, yeah, Kadri springs with the backhand, it's point blank, but this is the one that ends up leading to the goal because they stick with it kind of in the offensive zone and then get rewarded with the empty netter as well as uh, Kadri finds it there at the end. So. Uh, obviously a pretty efficient night for that uh, trio and, and really not the only one. Uh, you know, we talk about uh, Martin Pospisil coming in, scoring his first goal in his first game, and sometimes you get that adrenaline rush, but the fact that they've been able to follow it up with another good effort, and he was noticeable again tonight, Nick Simone, same thing. Yeah, and if we talk about those three young guys, Simone, Zari, Pospisil, I thought they did just such a nice job of sticking to their game. Um, they come in and they were a real bright spot out there. You know, they come in with confidence. Yeah. If we look at what the Wranglers did last year, they won a lot of games. And then what have they done so far this year? They've been winning. That's infectious, that's contagious, and that you can see that in their games. They're making plays like, oh, it's routine, it's nobody's business. And when you've seen a team struggle a little bit like the Calgary Flames, it's nice to see that confidence. And you know what? That'll, that'll spread even though they're young guys. If the older guys on the team and the guys that are the core players are here and they see confidence from young guys, it, it works both ways. You know, you look for old guys to be leaders all the time. Uh, sometimes it's the young bucks that have to step up and they can really be a catalyst. So nice to see from those three guys tonight. Certainly seen that so far here over the last uh, three games, uh, starting with Zeri and moving into Pospisil and DeSimone. All right, let's go back inside the locker room and uh, hear from Noah Hannafin, one of the goal scorers here tonight. This group was down 2 nothing, but probably feeling pretty good about the way it was planned. Uh, what was either said or a 
adjusted or or was it just stay with it? Yeah, I think it was just stay with it. You know, I think, uh, you know, a couple tough bounces there, you know, where, where they score those goals. But, you know, I think we did a good job at, uh, you know, just sticking with it and, and playing the right way. And, you know, I think when we just simplify our game like we did tonight and just wear teams down and, you know, put pucks behind them, things start to open up for us. And, and we were confident, you know, after the first period that we we're going to crawl back. One of the more complete team games of the season. Is that fair? Yeah, absolutely, for sure. I think things are definitely heading in the right direction. And, just with, with uh, the way we need to play and our identity. And, and, uh, and I think that's something we can definitely build off of. What made a group that you know has sort of found ways to lose at times this year so confident you could crawl back after the first? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, just sticking with it. And I think just uh, the way we were playing, I don't think we were giving up a ton of chances like we had in the past. You know, in some of those games we were, we were losing, we were giving up a lot of chances and kind of relying on our goalies to make big saves for us. And um, you know, I think the way we played tonight, you know, that's a, that's a full, complete game. And, and for our team, that's the way we need to play. And, and I thought we stuck with it. And, you know, fortunately, in the third period, uh, we started to take over a lot. No, um, Jonathan, in playing the third period, how you how you talk to a teammate or, or a guy like that that maybe didn't see the ice time in that final frame? I'm sorry, I, what was that? Uh, Jonathan didn't play in the third period. So as a teammate, how do you console him or how do you, how do you talk to him after a period like that? Um, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, he's, he's a great teammate. I mean, I, I don't know. I think it's just uh, at that point, you know, I think everybody, including him, everybody's just focused on getting the win and, and doing what we can just to go out and, and uh, you know, create some momentum and some offense. And, you know, it's an 82-game schedule. And, you know, sometimes there, there are lines that are rolling and playing really good. And, and sometimes, you know, it's, uh, it's just the way it goes. So everybody kind of goes through that at some point. But, yeah, I think uh, the more important thing is, is we, uh, we got to get there and win the game. Are you the official comeback starter now after two in a row? How's that work? Uh, no, no, it's, uh, it's a great play on that goal. It's a great play by, by uh, you know, Shara there just to kick it out. And, and it was a good change by, by McKenzie, too, just to you know, be in the offensive zone and get a fresh guy on the ice. So um, fortunately, I was kind of open there. And, and uh, nice to see one going. When did you start yelling for the puck? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, probably at the red line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any yeah. thoughts on uh, Nelson Kadri's play? He's on a four-game point streak. Yeah, he's playing. He's playing great for us. You know, he's he's one of the leaders in here, and and uh, you know he's a super competitive guy, and, and uh, you know he's really starting to create some offense for the team, and, and uh, you know that's something he's he's so capable of doing, and, and it's good to see him start getting some bounces and, and rewards. No, um, a lot of you referenced that Dallas game that even though you didn't win, it was it was a really good game for you. Do you feel like you're you're building something here with? with three pretty good games on your belt in a row here? Yeah, I mean, for sure. I think, um, you know, I think, you know, there are a couple games there like Dallas where, you know, we, we had some a solid performance, but we may not have been getting the bounces and, and now they're starting to go our way. And, and you know, just, just the identity of our team, the way we got to play, you know, it's, it's uh, tonight was a perfect example of it. And I think it, it started somewhat in Dallas until last game. And it's definitely something uh, to feel good about and, and to continue to build off of on a, on a big road trip here. Yep. Original 16 gives you the chance to win one of three Calgary Flames fan experiences. Details in the new limited edition 15 packs of Canadian Pale Ale. Original 16, official beer sponsor of the Calgary Flames. Must be of legal drinking age, no purchase necessary. All right, welcome back. Flames TV Live brought to you by Original 16, putting a wrap on a 4-2 Flames win over the Nashville Predators. Brendan Parker and Corey Sarich alongside. And uh, let's uh, hear from the head coach of the Calgary Flames now as uh, we listen in on Ryan Huska postgame. Ryan, to start, we, we didn't see Jonathan Huberto on the ice in the third period. I'm curious as well, what went into that decision. Um, I, I, I thought Hubie had an off night. And when we went into the third period, we wanted to try to 
get a little bit more flow and we went with the guys we felt were going uh, and that's pretty much all it came down to how did he take that he's he's fine like i'm it's not anything anybody wants to go through ever but hey at times it's going to happen you're not going to have your a plus game every night and as i said we are trying to find a little bit of a rhythm and um, flow to our our game and when at that point we went with the guys we thought were were going the best was it was it an effort thing at all or was it just no, not it's just oh, yes off night you know it happens what do you think of your team's overall uh, effort obviously you probably Happy the result. Yeah, I I thought uh, we gave them a couple goals in the first period, um, but I thought we had a lot of zone time, and I thought we stuck with it, and I was happy with the way we uh, we did stay with it in the third period. So uh, it was important for our team. We had a lot of guys that dug in here tonight, and it was a good win for us. Is there value in the entire team knowing that anyone you know you have to bring your A game, you have to be playing well? That's how you run ice time. Sure, I mean that's you want everybody to to know that um, if they if they're doing things the right way and they're having their best game, they're going to play. I mean, ideally, when you get into situations when we're playing like we're we're going to back to back coming up here, uh, I don't think you can go to the three lines like we did in the third period. It doesn't work. You're gonna you're gonna um, spend too much energy on too few guys. So it's not something that you can do in situations when the schedule um, isn't like what we've had it over the last little while where we've had some time and some days off. And the plan is to have Huberto in the lineup oh, for the yeah. next game? Oh, yeah, of course. Is that something that you, you sort of talked in between intermissions? Like, how does a coach nope. communicate that to a nope. player? No, nope. You just make that decision at the point, at that time, yeah. What did you make of Nazem Kadri's play? Loved it. I thought his line was the best line on the ice tonight. And in terms of what goes between the second and third period, your team came out roaring to, for that third period. What was said or what was the message in that intermission? To stay with it. I mean, we did a lot of good things. There was a lot of zone time that we had. Um, we had some chances. We just had to be a little firmer in certain areas and get a, the speed of our game up a little bit. And the guys did that. Right. Yeah. That's back-to-back games where a team that, that had been struggling kind of rolled over at, at times when things weren't going well. What have you seen in terms of the response? Um, they're growing. I mean, it's... We're still finding our way. I will stay, say that, but um, you know, earlier in the year when things weren't going our way, it's almost like um, boo-hoo, whoa, it's me, and, and this is tougher where you started seeing the body language slip a little bit, but um, Michael and the leaders have done a real good job of making sure they're staying with things, and I think that's why we've played better the last few games, including the Dallas game, and now it's just um, kind of holding each other to that certain standard. Connor's already done well to get him such a good performance his first three games in. He's playing with composure. He's playing with a lot of confidence, a lot of composure with the puck. Uh, when there's a play there to be made, he's making the play. If there's no play to be made, he's putting it into an area where we can get it back. So he's he's playing a mature game right now. He struggled to find forward lines and combinations that were clicking. It seems like since Zary's gotten here in that line with Kadri, yeah. like what have you seen, what has he brought to that kind of group that's kind of made that such a good line these last three games? Uh, I think it's uh, a lot what I just mentioned, but he's playing with confidence. Um, he's making plays, which I think Naz is um, excited about. And I think Naz feels like he can um, you know, take him under his wing a little bit. And um, he's kind of enjoying that role right now with him. And then I will say that um, having Sharon Govich there is this is the best we've seen him play since he's been with us as well. So there's something there with that line, and and hopefully we can keep them playing the right way. How did you see it for Adam tonight in his first game back? I, I actually there was a stretch where he made a couple plays with the puck that he probably liked to have back, but I thought he was pretty good for his for his first game back in a while. 
common for a guy like Kadri to just so he really seems to be enjoying playing with these younger guys and having that little bit of a leadership role? With yeah, them. is it common? I, I don't know. I think he's growing up. Like and I know he's older now too, but I think he's he's maturing to the point where he realizes that he's not just a player that has to um, perform his role. He's got obligation now to help bring other people along. So I think that's part of him uh, growing as a player. How, yeah. How crucial do you think that the doorknob rush he sets up do at the end, but uh, take takes it all the way up the ice there? How crucial was that in sort of turning things in this game? The one where he came back to and grabbed it, that's important. I mean, that's never quitting on a puck. So that's the one thing if you have your guys knowing that they can take some chances as long as they're the hardest working guy come back, then they're usually um, okay with it. So no, it was it was important for sure. Yeah. Thank you guys. All right, so uh, some uh, final thoughts there from head coach Ryan Huska. Anything stand out uh, what you heard in the room and uh, and from the coach? Probably just his comment about once they got in between the second and third, like talking about what they could do differently. And he talked about just adding some speed to their game. And I'll, I'll agree. I thought in the first period it looked a little sticky. Mm-hmm. Like just the pucks weren't cooperating. They weren't crisp with their passes. They weren't decisive with their plays. You know, they hesitated on a lot of shots off the rush. And that just that's just slow mindset, slow making plays, slow moving your feet. And it's never a great recipe. So they started to get their game underneath them as the second period went along, and then they were flying in the third, and I thought they just completely dominated. Yeah, well said. Uh, And now we look ahead because uh, the Hall of Fame game is up next for the uh, Calgary Flames. Uh, Mike Vernon, he'll uh, get his long-awaited celebration on Monday. Um, And uh, any any thoughts about about Mike? I mean, you know what? You've been around him enough? I've, I've been around him, obviously, little too young to have played against him yeah yeah <laughs> but i no, want to clarify that he, yeah. he's a great guy he's uh a big part of the alumni here in town and yeah. it just impresses me at his stature mike how he was able to put up the numbers that he did i yeah. mean it's when you, you know you you see guys on tv and you watch them growing up but then when you meet someone in person and uh it just speaks to his competitive nature how good he was uh, in that era and, and the amount of pucks he stopped. So yeah. good for him. You know, he was saying, uh, I think it was the other day, I'm, aside from obviously here in Calgary, uh, one of the guys he likes watching the most right now was, uh, was, was in action tonight, UC Saros, just uh, the size and athleticism and, uh, you know, probably reminds him of, his, his, of, uh, of himself back in the day. Yeah, hits, ho- hits close to home. Hits close to home, absolutely. So uh, we'll get an opportunity to celebrate Mike Vernon uh, this coming weekend in Toronto in the Hall of Fame induction ceremony that's the next uh, date for the calgary flames too against the maple leafs as for tonight it was a 4-2 victory and uh it was a comeback victory because the flames found one in the second period and then put up three in the third to eventually dispatch the nashville predators here tonight 4-2 the final back-to-back wins two wins in a row for the first time this season for the flames and starting to build some momentum as they carry it now out on the road for their Eastern Canadian road swing, starting with a trip against uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs. That comes your way on Friday. First of back-to-back games, they'll be in uh, Ottawa on Saturday night before finishing up the road trip in Montreal. Thanks for watching Flames Post Game Live, brought to you by Original 16. We'll see you back here at the Scotiabank Saddledome on Thursday, November 16th.